Welcome, everyone. I'm Kim Christensen, and this is the Peaceful Productivity Podcast, where I share strategies to help you get the most out of your time and feel better in the process. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. On this podcast, I often talk about overcoming resistance. And I thought that today what I would do is I would I would talk a little bit about acceptance, the value of acceptance and how to go about practicing acceptance in your own life. I think for me, as someone who is very much invested in continuous improvement and self-development, it's really, really easy for me to start jumping to the solution, jumping to the change, jumping to the action before I even have a really good understanding and acceptance of what's going on in current state. I see that all the time. I do productivity workshops. (laughs) So many times clients will take their first look at the issue at hand and form an opinion on what the solution is before we've even had a closer look at it. And we all do that. We all like to jump to the solution, especially for those of us who think of ourselves as problem solvers. We like to figure out the solution quite quickly, implement the solution and move on. We've got a bias for action. However, what I've noticed is that when we jump too quickly to the solution, to incorporating the change, what can happen is we are not fully understanding nor accepting the current state. So I think it's worth taking some time to get better acquainted with what that might look like and the value of doing that. So what is acceptance? Acceptance doesn't necessarily mean liking or endorsing, wanting, choosing, or supporting something. I think that's a common misconception is that when I accept something, that means that I don't want to change it. It doesn't mean that you like or choose anxiety. It doesn't mean that you're wanting chronic pain or you're supporting an injustice. That's not what acceptance means. It means choosing to allow it to be there, the situation, when you can't change it in the moment. For me, one of the biggest learnings through this work is that I can both accept something and want to change it at the same time. And it's such a powerful idea because I think part of our survival mechanism is that We do want to be changing things. We want to avoid discomfort. We seek pleasure and we're always looking for the opportunity to change a situation, change ourselves, make things better. At least that's true for me. So accepting a situation doesn't mean giving up the idea of changing it. It means taking a breath and choosing it to allow it to be there, acknowledging what's going on for you in that moment, and then making decisions to change if you want to, from a place of empowerment, rather than from a place of frustration or resistance. 
Acceptance is giving yourself permission to be just as you are, to feel exactly what it is that you're feeling, to experience what you are experiencing without creating unproductive shame or anxiety. The pain will still be there, but some of the suffering will be alleviated. That suffering that we create for ourselves when we're struggling against the pain, when we're rejecting it, we get to eliminate that one layer of suffering. We eliminate the anxiety about the anxiety. We eliminate the worry about the worry, the frustration about the frustration. It's so counterintuitive. I'm often reminded of the teachings of Byron Katie in this area who said that pain plus resistance is what causes suffering. So the idea here is to eliminate the resistance, replace it with acceptance. So you still have the pain, but you don't have the resistance and the suffering. I've been working on this for quite some time. I find that it comes and goes, that it's a spectrum, it's a balance. When I'm mindful, I'm able to put some of these concepts into practice. And then there are other times where I'm not as mindful and I give myself compassion for that as well. So if you're struggling with resistance or maybe not even really seeing where resistance is causing unnecessary suffering, I'd like to share with you some of the things that I've done and that have really worked for me. And some of the value that I've got to enjoy as a result of doing this work. There's so much value in a practice of acceptance. I made a bit of a list going into this podcast and I was so surprised that I kept coming up with more and more and more benefits of practicing acceptance. So I'd like to share some of those things with you. The first one is that it has allowed me to be happier in the present moment. It's allowed me to be more present in the present moment. I've noticed that when I create denial for myself, when I push against reality or what's happening in a moment, it actually causes me a lot of unnecessary suffering, like I mentioned before. And it also masks the best course of action for myself. I did a podcast earlier titled The Mind-Body Connection on some of the negative byproducts of pushing against emotion and storing it. And if you want to check that out, it's episode number 26. One of the other benefits of acceptance is that it provides us with more energy I've definitely noticed that when I'm in a state of resistance, when I'm pushing against things, particularly if I'm making that a habit throughout the day, I get to the end of the day and I'm just exhausted. I feel like I've been in a tug of war with myself all day long. And when I practice acceptance, I am able to let it go or let it be. I'm able to just relax into the reality of what is, which contributes significantly to my state of inner peace. I'll give you an example. I was 
in traffic this morning and I looked around and I just had this thought, this is what is right now. So I wasn't trying to change it in my brain. I wasn't trying to push against it. I found myself just relaxing into it and even moving into a bit of appreciation for that moment because I was feeling like there were no demands on me. I was just going with the flow, so to speak, I guess, both literally and figuratively in the traffic. When I'm in resistance, I tend to create a lot of stress for myself and my nervous system gets activated, which can lead to a lot of digestive issues for me. That's why that state of calm, the nervous system state of calm is also known as the rest and digest state. When I'm not in a state of calm, I tend to feel like I'm in this activated nervous system state, which then causes my emotional, mental, and physical systems to all be stressed. With acceptance, I feel like I'm more calm, I'm more clear-headed, and most of all, I have access to more energy because I'm not exerting so much of that mental, emotional, and physical energy on resisting, denying, or pushing away my feelings so as to avoid an uncomfortable situation. It allows me to avoid more frustration because I'm not pushing against what is because of my own expectations or what's happening in my brain. Another benefit of acceptance that I've noticed is that it's the pathway to self-compassion. I noticed that it's very, like I mentioned earlier, it's really natural to go back and forth between acceptance and resistance. And when I make space for that, when I allow that to be a normal and natural part of my experience, then I notice that my internal critic gets quieter. There's more of a state of peace. So even though I might find myself in resistance, I'm accepting of that as being a natural tendency that my human brain wants to go to. So I make space for all of that and I allow myself to feel compassion for that. I also did a podcast episode on self-compassion as well. It was episode number 49. So if you're interested in the value of self-compassion and how much it has significantly changed my perspective and my approach and created a lot of peaceful productivity for me, I'll invite you to go and check that one out. The next benefit of practicing acceptance is a feeling of empowerment. When we accept what is and accept our role or how we're contributing to that situation, it can be very powerful because it gives us more insight into options. I was recently working with a client who was exploring the job market and looking at different job opportunities, and she was very much stuck in the I can't place, also known as the yeah, but place. <laughs> she was very much stuck because she found herself spinning around and telling herself that she didn't have any options whatsoever. Once she acknowledged 
that the reason that she was spinning, the reason that she was stuck is because she was feeling fear over making the wrong decision. When she owned that feeling of fear, she could see more clearly how that fear was preventing her from seeing her options clearly. So she noticed and acknowledged the fear and she accepted that this was a scary situation for her. When she accepted that the decision around the job applications was under her control, she also accepted that she had limited control over the consequences of her decision. (laughs) And I think that's where the real power of acceptance can come from, is really understanding what's within our control, what's outside of our control, and accepting that we have limited control of the external world. However, we do have considerable control over our internal world. The ability to take a look at and observe our thoughts, the ability to accept our emotional state, the ability to look at our actions and consider our response from a place of acceptance versus a place of resistance, that's a very powerful place to be. My way of dealing with what could be considered limited control is to remind myself of the fact that I can always manage myself no matter what the consequences of the decisions I make. I may not have control over my boss or the job market or my clients or the economy, but I can choose who I want to be in those situations. I often ask myself, how do I want to show up to this situation? And when we claim ownership over a situation, that's when we have authority over that situation. It gives us clarity into our options, and then we can make an informed, empowered choice about our next best step. I'll give you an example. Two different scenarios, but in both scenarios, someone that I'm meeting is late. So in the first one, in the first scenario, someone is late. It's not a situation that I can change. I can't change this person being late. That's already occurred in the past. But I can choose my thoughts around that situation. So one of my thoughts that I might choose to believe is that by being late, they are disrespecting me. When I think that they are disrespecting me, I feel anger, I feel frustration, I feel disrespected. In the second scenario, someone is also late. It's also something that I can't change, the fact that they're late. However, I could choose a different way of thinking about it. I could also look at maybe this is the way it is supposed to be. Or if I can't quite get there, how can I make the best of this situation? I still have choices in this moment in terms of what I think, what I feel, and even what I do. I can choose to stay from a place of anger. I can choose to stay from a place of acceptance. And I can choose to go again from different feelings. It all is really up to me in terms of how I want to present myself, how I want to show up and what I want to do. I notice that in those two situations, it's almost like I'm choosing between anger and empowerment. 
which are very closely related and both equally valid and important emotions to be feeling. Anger can be quite motivating, as can empowerment. For me, anger speaks to maybe a boundary being crossed. And empowerment speaks to more of the choices that I have in a situation. So if either choice is valid, then the key is to make that choice consciously. And in order to make that choice consciously, we first need to accept the reality of the situation. We can choose to be angry about it, or we can choose to feel empowered about it. For me, I've worked for so long on my concept of time that I no longer feel like anything is a waste of time. I now feel that wasting time is not even possible because now I see the value in waiting. I see the value in taking action. I see the value in just being in the moment. All of it has value. So now in my mind, there's no such thing as wasted time. But that's a perspective that I've chosen to develop and adopt over time. It still takes a lot of practice. However, I notice that when I do employ that particular perspective, I feel a lot of freedom. It's not to say that I don't still get frustrated and annoyed on occasion, but it rarely has anything to do with wasted time and people being late. I could not have gotten to this point without practicing acceptance, that acceptance of the present moment of what's happening, what the reality is. Now, my next evolution is practicing acceptance when I feel frustration around not accepting myself or other people. I'm still working on acceptance in those areas. What I've noticed is that as I get closer to accepting myself, all of my different dimensions, my strengths and my flaws, I also notice that I have less difficulty accepting others. So that's currently quite a big focus for me. And that's another benefit of acceptance is that it can lead to healthier relationships. And that's the last benefit of acceptance that I'll share with you today is around self-acceptance. Acknowledging and accepting our feelings helps us to know and understand ourselves better. You've heard me talk a lot on this podcast about accepting our feelings and how that's the path to self-acceptance and self-connection, which is really the foundation of peaceful productivity. I continue to remind myself that feelings are neither good nor bad. They are just information. They come and they go, and they exist really to deliver a message about ourselves. It's really valuable information because it signals our needs and our desires. With much trial and error, I've found that I make the best decisions when I use a combination of emotion and logic and wisdom. With all of the value and the benefits of practicing acceptance, what does it look like? What does a practice of acceptance really look like? For me, I've found that I have a habit of resistance. It's something that I've developed over time and it takes some conscious, deliberate effort to actually practice acceptance. 
which is interesting because we sometimes think that feelings and situations just happen to us. They're just part of our day-to-day reality. And so the idea of practicing acceptance, I think is accessible to us, but also the idea that it takes some effort to practice acceptance (laughs) can be kind of counterintuitive, but that's been my experience. I will use a feeling to help remind me that I'm in resistance. For me, that feeling is frustration. When I find myself in a place of frustration, it's a great reminder that this is my opportunity, my time to practice acceptance. I've got this philosophy that situations are presented to us as part of a classroom, a curriculum that we're given or assigned as part of our ongoing development. When I feel frustration, I am reminded that part of my curriculum is to practice acceptance and particularly self-acceptance. It does take some effort, but when I'm feeling frustration, I'll ask myself some questions such as, how is this an opportunity for me? What can I learn from this situation? How is this situation serving me? And how can I let go of my attachment to a particular outcome? I like to often repeat to myself, this is what is. Every time you practice acceptance towards something, you create and you strengthen neural pathways in your brain, which makes it easier to accept things in the future. You're acknowledging your reality and you're acknowledging that struggle will always be part of your reality. Acceptance isn't forever. It's just for this moment. It's the choice that I am making for myself right now. I hope you all have a great week, everyone. Take care. If you want to take the conceptual and make it practical and applicable to your own life, I invite you to sign up for a free coaching session. In just 30 minutes, you will have an understanding of how to make these strategies into an action plan that is easy for you to follow. Check out my website, financialwellnesscoach.ca to sign up for your free coaching session today.